Hey everybody, welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. This is Philip, a.k.a. Jenny. We want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for our ambient sounds. You can find them at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. You can find our music by Midnight Syndicate at midnightsyndicate.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Also, follow us on our website at www.diebythesoardpodcast.com. Okay, I think it's time for High Adventure. Let's get this started. lively bunch this evening man i was gonna say it's uh <laughs> we meet what two no not two two weeks in a row that's not right no, <laughs> we, we were supposed to meet last week. week but we couldn't yeah it's the holidays mm-hmm. it's okay i've also still had more sugar so <laughs> oh good <laughs> be prepared uh. be prepared that's what i thought about too <laughs> <laughs> Die by the Sword, the musical. It's pretty much every episode, if you like. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. (laughs) John has had sugar. Yes. (laughs) I need booze. (laughs) Got that, too. Hey. There you go. I have crappy booze. But, okay. All right. All right. Constitute is crappy. Bud light. Yeah, it's Bud Light. It's Aww. a Bud Laguette. It's from France or somewhere. Bud Light's <laughs> actually my favorite of like the crappy light beers. Yeah, it's the one that I drink most often. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's okay. I drink Coors Light. It's almost water. Yes, I'm Coors Light. Phil's taking hydrating. a silver bullet or two for me. <laughs> <laughs> No love for Miller Lite here? No, I'll drink it again, but not, yeah, I don't like it's, it. It's not what I'm going to seek out, no. Yeah, if it's what's available, then I'll drink it. Right. But if I have other options, I'll pick up the other option. Well, and I feel bad, too, because if I go to a bar and I order a Bud Light and they give me, and I don't even have to see it, I can taste the difference, you know, if they give me like a Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't what I ordered. It's like, I want a Bud Light. I'm like, what? I feel like they're looking at me like, what the hell's the difference? But there is. <laughs> there is a taste difference, yes. There is a taste yeah. difference. And I'm like, you know you pulled the Miller Lite tap and not the, or you got it mixed up or something. Like, I mean, I don't complain about it. I'm just like, hey. And they'll always switch it out. It's only happened a few times. But each time I'm like, I feel bad myself for asking because I'm just like, it's just garbage beer. Just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just what I'm drinking to keep the buzz going all evening. Yeah, so that's what I do sometimes where I'll I'll have like a couple of like nice beers or something uh, that are higher ABV or like a couple of pours of whiskey. And then I'm like, I don't need to keep doing that train because if I go down that 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 road, I do not it might not lead to the best place. Right. But a Bud Light will just keep it kind of, you know, keep it going. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can drink Bud Light 
all day for whatever event I'm doing and be totally fine. Yep. But I start throwing uh, in those higher ABVs. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, if you get to like seven or more, that's when I'm like, okay, I can't. If I have two too many of these in a row, that's what's going to do it. But like, yeah, keeping a Bud Light, sipping on those four mm-hmm. point whatever it is. Now I might get full, like, <laughs> but yeah. That's my problem with most. I won't beers. be drunk. I get full fast. <laughs> yeah, that's when I switch to hard liquor. <laughs> Wait, but isn't it beer before liquor? You get sicker. That's for rookies. Ah, that's, <laughs> for, hey, that's for college students. <laughs> yeah. At, at my age, my liver is well trained. It knows how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, man, the other day I went to uh, a bar over here to watch the Cowboys game and uh, they had peanut butter stout. It was the um, oh, shoot, not Belching Beaver. It's the local. It's uh, Petty. Is it Petty Colas? It's mm-hmm. Petty Colas. I know they do. About, yeah, I know yeah. Petty Colas. I didn't know they ha- if they had a peanut butter stout. I know I Lakewood not Petty- does. Oh, that's who it was. It was Lakewood. That's who it was. Sorry. And uh, man, <laughs> delicious. Mm-hmm. I went to the Lakewood Brewery a few weeks ago, and I drank the peanut butter one there. They also have a s'mores one that's pretty good, too. Ooh, okay. I think, was it Lakewood? Somebody, though, had one that was, uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. They, one of the local places used to carry it on tap, but they had a Thin Mint Stout. Oh. Ooh, man. <laughs> so, so good. And Those it was actually... <clears throat> mint beer. Yeah, it's kind of a high ABV, too. I'd try it. I like Thin Mint. Thin. Uh, I like Thin Mint. <laughs> I do too. I was just, I mean, that's just not a taste that you'd think goes together. But if it was a stout, then I guess. But yeah. Mint and beer. There are other things you don't think go with, don't think go with beer. Like I had a, a ghost pepper. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've had a, a ghost pepper um, brown ale before which is really good Ooh, that sounds good the hot dog hef at a no i'm kidding but <laughs> <laughs> what was the one uh, there's one at rar that tasted like hot dog water i know oh, what no. you're talking about it was like a, it was this yeah they wanted to call it smoky something or other but yes it was hot dog water but hot dog water. i mean i also don't like smoky liquids like uh, i'm not a fan of mezcal oh i am i do i do like a uh, mezcal uh sometimes they have smoky beers um that are kind of good too i've, I've only no, it's had a hot think... dog water it's just <laughs> i think it's, it's a german style good. there's like a german name for that type of beer and i don't remember what it is that's pooping. <laughs> <laughs> but Martin House has all those crazy ones where like they do like the wings, the hot wing beer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like, some I like of a lot of Yeah, I like a lot of their stuff. I don't I've not tried like some of their crazier ones like that hot like the hot wings and stuff. I still want to try the pickle beer. <laughs> it's so good. You haven't tried it yet? It's been a long not. time. Part of it scares me. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, it, I don't like sour like, beers, and I feel like it's going to be a sour. It feels like uh, it would just tear your insides apart because all you're drinking is is vinegar and beer. 
Yeah, but if you like pickles, man, and I do, it's it, especially on a warm, like a hot summer day, man, it'll go down real easy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I like lots and, of things pickled. It would be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes an awesome michelada. Mm. Now, as an ingredient, maybe, but straight up, man, I did. I wasn't even into, you know, when you were a kid and you people drank pickle juice and whatever. And I was never into that. I still I am. I still do. <laughs> no. I was going to say, I've got two or three jars of just pickle juice in there. <laughs> I'll, yep, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll save all the pickle. I'll take the pickles out and save the jars. My wife's mm-hmm. like, can we throw this away? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that is for drinking. <laughs> yeah, because I've got like the uh, the pickle chips. You know, you've got that pickle. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like the Clausen which is different yep. pickle mm-hmm. juice. So like I have varieties of pickle yep. juice in there. So is you, is it like a sommelier? Do you just pour it in a glass and smell it and swirl it around? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Swish it around your mouth. <laughs> I, I rim a rim, like a wine glass and like put you it do in what there. With and... a what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you what heard what again? I said. You heard what I said. <laughs> I'm a little scared now. <laughs> I just damn where. I think you're a little too alone. into pickles. <laughs> <laughs> my glass is over here trembling. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Keith, do you like that pickle beer? I've never had it either. Oh, what? For real? I know you don't you like know, beer that much. But. I was going to say, you, don't, you know I don't like beer, so I'm afraid to get it because I'm just going to hate the beer taste of it. But I love so pickles, when, so I don't know. What if we just told you it's a pickle cider? <laughs> and I would work. drink it and throw up then. Because I'd be like, oh, you tricked me. This is beer. Uh. <laughs> okay, pickle seltzer. I don't like that either. You got to have mm. some sweetness. Give me that sweetness. I want that sugar. Ooh, so they do have the pickle beer that is a fruit punch one that mix with fruit punch. Have you seen that one? Heck yeah, that I would probably be down for. It's It's pretty good too. That'd be a little too much for me. Well, it's pickles, like pickles. And, and fruit punch. Oh, Jesus has left the chat. <laughs> it's like those Kool-Aid pickles. Well, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, I, I, I'm leaving the chat now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kool-Aid pickles. No, <laughs> not a big fan of Kool-Aid to start with. Kool-Aid is too sweet. Uh, my family used to hate it as a kid when I made Kool-Aid because I use half the sugar. That it called for, because mm, that's you, too my much dad? sugar. You mm. you used half the sugar, <laughs> right? Yes, because if I used also, all that, my head would explode. <laughs> also, you determine how sweet Kool Aid is. I, I was mean, just about all to say on you. <laughs> but yeah, I hated Kool Aid when my dad would make it as a kid because for that exact same reason, he was like, "Y'all need all this damn sugar," and then like, I don't even know if he used even half. It was just like the red. Kind of almost bitter at times, water. You made it with Coors Light. <laughs> I would not well, hey! <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't drunk, like, of, <laughs> I didn't do a ton of Kool Aid as a kid. I had more of the the little grenade jugs. Oh, with the little like tops. 25 uh-huh. cent. Yeah. yeah. Also, we could afford Kool Aid. We had to have Flavor Raid. Mmm. Oh no! So, older eight, uh, drinking Tang. Did you guys drink Tang? 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, nope. not a lot, but I had some. I had but more yeah. Tang was very I Tang. Tart. <laughs> tang is it was. Tang was real tart. And I like to eat the powder right out of the thing because it was so tart. Yes, it was good. <laughs> it was like yeah. I could dip my finger in it. And I... <laughs> yeah. Are you guys changing it to the slang in your head? With a, little <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Stick your finger. In. <laughs> Taste it. Uh, you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> That's right. I stuck my finger in the tang and I tasted it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, <laughs> not just I think for that. You're going, you're probably going to hell for what you're doing now. What you're sticking in your finger in now? Sugar? <laughs> yes, yes, sugar. It's a, it's, Is that what it's you a, call them? It's a, <laughs> hey, sugar. <laughs> uh, this is apparently the after dark episode. Apparently, we, apparently. we've gone off the rails. Off the rails. <laughs> I've had this much sugar. <laughs> right. so, so perhaps we should rein it in and get back to, uh, you know, like Pathfinder. This may carry over. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Diego sticking his finger in these people. <laughs> I don't know how to do Diego on this way. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> Diego, hi. On catnip. <laughs> Just snorting lines of catnip. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, who remembers what happened last time? That was like two weeks ago. We beat up the crab monster. Killed a monster. Killed a monster. Yep. Y'all got crabs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't we rip him apart a little bit? Had a little, little, little dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Uh, some garlic butter? Yeah, I think... I think Jenny summoned butter... And uh, (laughs) (laughs) just turned the the giant pool that's in this room into a butter pool instead of water. Oh, no. We uh, just dumped a bunch of Old Bay in there and heated it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just cooked them. Yeah. You might need some uh, gigantic uh, crab tools. The clackers. Just throwing some potatoes and some corn. Some scion. It's a great boil. <laughs> Who's in for a scion boil? <laughs> so yeah, so y'all did come back to the temple and uh, we beat up on Cabal's the body. You did retrieve Cabal's body. Y'all put him in in the um, the bag of holding in Loving two pieces. <laughs> he grabbed his Cabal's. It's going to get me every time (laughs) And then y'all went and Beat up on the crab monster And defeated him So you got revenge for Cabal Did anybody almost die in that one Or was everyone okay in that battle I was okay Yeah Shobert was okay Because he was kind of sticking around the back And firing arrows Yep. Uh, I sent I sent Havoc out, so he took most of the brunt of that. Diego took some hits, but he's okay. What happened to Plug? Uh Plug yeah. was alright. I don't think Plug got hit. I think Diego was really taking the most of the damage in the Havoc. 
Or speaking of Plug, who's playing Plug this week? Let's let's check the Plug sheet. Check the Plugal sheet. <laughs> do we have any music for checking the Plugal sheet? Do, 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 do. All right. Looks like episode one twenty nine is Keith. Okay. So, so Macho Man Randy Plug is here. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Gruber's going to go, I pity the fool. No. <laughs> Mr. G. <laughs> <laughs> and if I remember correctly, Plug is the one who opened the door into that northern room. Yep. Mm-hmm. All that Kool-Aid man style. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get some treasure, but he found people. He said, did. Hey, where are the vicars at? Found a, a young human couple uh, who looked startled by you barging in on them. And I uh, believe the gentleman stood up and said, Who? Who are you? Where, where's the vicar? I don't know about any vicar, but what are you guys doing in here? Well, we are... We're waiting for Father Voltiaro to return. Do, where, where is he? Do you, do you know where he is? Where would the vicar, vicar be? I is it one of these dead, dead people? I was going to say, is he one of the people we killed? <laughs> I think he died a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Did he... Do we know? That's that's a good question. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, did we realize if we killed him or if we'd seen him? Uh, give me a knowledge local check. Okay. Nineteen for Chabert. Nineteen. Anybody higher than that? Local. Mm-mm. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, Gruber doesn't have it. Mm. Diego got a slowly 11. All right. So with a 19, uh, you would know that there were a couple of vicars here. They were the ones in the green uh, attire. But Father Voltiaro, um, you would have remembered the mayor mentioning that he was like the head of this whole thing. So he's more like in the vizier title, not just vicar. Um and he's an older gentleman, and the guys that you've killed were younger. Okay. So you'd assume that he is not dead, or at least not one of the ones that you killed. Okay. Um, so I guess Plug would be like, I don't know where he is, but, I mean, we killed some Vickers in here. But you... You what? You, you killed Vickers? I mean, they tried to kill us, so... Why... Why would they try to kill you unless you weren't you weren't supposed to to be here? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Plug. I'm here with my friends. We uh just killed a crab monster. Crab monster. What 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 do you mean crab monster? Um uh, come look for yourself. Yeah, just take a step to your left and be like, <laughs> right, get out of the right doorway. Me. <laughs> you guys seriously didn't hear this commotion? 
Right. <laughs> We've been fighting this thing. We fought this thing twice. You didn't know. <laughs> it looks like they're sitting in some water, so they're just probably in a jacuzzi, just chilling. Are they? Are they just in like out. swimsuits, just chilling? <laughs> uh, they're on like uh, they're on like sitting in a bench, waiting in there. That the, oh, it's it's like a I don't know the word for it, like a little fountain area back there, and then the end on each end. But gotcha. They're sitting to in make there. Gumbo out of them. <laughs> they're, they're obviously waiting for something. But well, they, Plug- they they look around the corner and, and see the the scion. Like, oh, oh heavens! What is that creature? Ma'am, I'm it, not a creature. Is that is that one of the neighbors? <laughs> Are they close enough to to where we can like? We're kind of almost in the other room. Can we see them well, now, or are they still way back? I mean, there? we could probably just gather up. There's, yeah. There's, I mean, Plu could yeah. be like, "You guys come here." You know, there's weird people in here that are asking a lot of questions. <laughs> Diego will walk closer, but he's not going to sh- go through the door because he'd have to shrink. So he's not going to do that. Oh, good heavens! There's a giant cat behind you. <laughs> Where? Where? <laughs> it can speak. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's he's with us. He's he's uh he's one of he's one of us. Yeah. He's not one of those weird tentacly clawed people, right? No, no. This is we were hoping maybe you could tell us about this this abomination here was seemed to be summoned by all these glyphs in this in this room. I we we don't know much about the inner workings here of of the church. Uh, we we only know that this is to honor the neighbors. So what are you guys doing here then? Yeah, what what are you doing here? We are we are waiting for the fostering. The foster? Do you have kids? Yes. Father Voltiaro took our our second daughter to be fostered with the neighbors. How long ago? It has been at least a few days. The neighbors have not shown up to, to take one of the fosterings in weeks. So Father Voltiaro decided to take our daughter to the Undiomeat house and contact the neighbors from there. The Undermeat house? What did you say? The Undiomeat house. When did he leave? Oh, it's... It's probably been a, a couple of days. He just told you to wait here? He told us, he told us to wait here and he would return uh, and... Let us know once the fostering has happened. Why would you send your daughter to be fostered with these neighbors? And and you asked if this monster was part of the neighbors? You think the neighbors look like that? You sent your, your kid to be fostered by that? We don't we don't know who the neighbors are or, or, or where they come from uh, other than coming from down the bay. But... The neighbors, they, they bring peace and, and good fortune to Ilmarsh, and all second and third daughters are given to them for fostering. 
This does seem a high cost to pay for that piece. What good fortune have you seen? It brings in our bounties, our harvest from the seas. This is a, a successful fishing community because of the neighbors. Since the fosterings have stopped, the fishermen are not bringing in any catches. This seems unusual. Is is your daughter like the first in 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 like a gap? Has there been is it been a long time since you fostered anybody? Well, we've not needed to. Our, our firstborn was uh, well, the firstborn I, daughters are not fostered. Not you, not you specifically. I meant like as a town. The uh, royal you. It's. It has been a few weeks since anyone has been taken. And how long has the fish stopped coming in? A few weeks? A few weeks. We we offered up our daughter to bring back the harvest. If we don't, we will all starve here. We'll, we'll um, lose our livelihoods. The, the neighbors will bring us that peace and good fortune. I, I'm sorry. It's been it's been like two weeks and they're already trying to give their children away for fish. Me to too. me, you you could you could have you could have waited just a little bit longer. Obviously, we don't wish we don't like the fact that our daughters are taken, but it is not our place to change the way that things have always been. So what what interrupted the fostering? We don't know. That is what Father Voltiaro was trying to find out by meeting them at the Undio Meat House. And where is this Undio Meat House? It is about two miles north of town. Uh, there's a covered over trailway that, that will lead you there. But do, do you think it wise to go there and upset the neighbors? What could it do to us? Well, this is the way I see it, is if, if father never made it there, then it's gonna, you'll never know, and these things will continue. And you know what? Maybe these neighbors could use a little wake-up call. Perhaps we should find out what these neighbors are doing to entice the fish to return. This seems odd. It is just how things have been done. Agreed. That's what we've heard around town, and nobody seems to know what goes on once these daughters are, are taken and possibly married off to the to the neighbors. Father Voltiaro assures all of us that the girls live long and happy lives among the neighbors. Uh, they become wives of powerful village headmen and and they hold positions of great respect and honor. Ooh, is there going to be a housewives of, of, of Undiamid or whatever? Shaber <laughs> just points to the crab monster and he's like, did, did the father tell you about this? No. This well, is supposed to be a house of... What, okay, so I forget. What, what is this supposed to be a house of? But it's it's actually... Supposed to be a house of Gozra, but it's a secret temple to Dagon. 
This is supposed to be a house of Gozra. But look around. You see all these secret little etchings and everything to Dagon? Did Father tell you about that? Um, yes, we knew of the worship of Dagon, which, if worshipping Dagon is what it takes to live peacefully here, then what is so wrong with that? Ask your daughter. (laughs) I was just about to say. Oh, wait, you can't. She's gone. (laughs) Well, we... We hope that she has been fostered and that Father Voltiero was just caught up with something else. Well, I I hope the same for your daughter. I hope it turns, things turn out just as well as you think they are. And then Shabert's gonna walk off, because I don't think they have anything else to say. Nope. Jenny is gonna say, there's some crab meat if you want some. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta go give the pieces of crab back to that, uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do need to do that. Yeah, we took all the good pieces, but you can have what's left. <laughs> um, there's one place that uh, has been like bothering me just a little bit, and that's what's this that? dark, dark area right here. In the in, in the it was about the middle south. Mm-hmm. We, we never did. We go never went in there. Correct. Perhaps we should. The door Diego, seems open small, the door. Though. You're still you're still a giant monster. I can open the door, but I'm not going through it's it. Sally, get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know if you can get to that door. Oh, you, you can get around from the front way. Yeah, I can get around from the other side, but so yeah, Jen. Oh, it's on the side. There's two doors. So let's let's yeah. just and I'll, take... I'll, I can Diego will open that door, but he's he's not going to go through it. Because I'm take, not going to shrink. I, I I just want to take a peek. Ah, uh, it's a desk. <laughs> uh, you open the door and uh, take a peek inside, and you find a small chapel that contains a simple altar of green stone at its far end. A mosaic on the wall above the altar depicts a creature that appears to be a mixture of fish, frog, and human. The air in this room is thick with the smell of rotting fish. Isn't that the whole place, though? No, this this room particularly. So if I is open this, a, this, is it an altar to Dagon, or I bet that's one of the neighbors. Uh, that could either be a knowledge nature or a knowledge religion. Fourteen for knowledge Robert? religion. Oh wait, no, I'm gonna change it to. Um, uh, 17 for knowledge nature. Okay. Um, uh, Gruber got a 27 on knowledge nature. Diego got a solid 14 on knowledge religion, but he's looking through the doorway. He's not going in there. Okay. So the knowledge nature checks, um, you'd be able to identify the creature in this mosaic as a scum. Which is a hunched-backed, green-skinned humanoid as has wide, 
has a wide, frog-like head, but a mouth more like that of a toothy fish. Sounds ugly. And uh, what was the highest on the knowledge religion? He said minus minus 14, yeah. 14. Uh, You're not really getting much from the knowledge religion, but you do know that you can tell that this looks like an offering table. So perhaps a place where villagers could leave offerings for the neighbors. So what are the green stones? Uh, the green you would recognize matches the color with the vicar, um, the robes. It's that same color green. So they're just literally green stones. Well, that was very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Gruber know about scums since he recognized what it was? Yeah, why would that? Why would that? Or what significance would that bring? Um, what would you like to know about scum? How much pond? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe their weaknesses, their strengths. Uh, scum are they're obviously aquatic creatures. Uh, they're resistant to cold. Okay. They get lots of attacks. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good to know. They swim really fast. Like, they're not super sturdy creatures, but... It's like water goblins. Basically, that's kind of what they are, really. So, here's a fun little bit here. Scum do not age, and barring death by violence or disease, they can live forever. Unfortunately, this near immortality is crippled by the fact that scum are incapable of reproducing amongst themselves, for all scum are male. Their creators did not want their slave race to prosper without their permission. Yet, this does not mean that scum cannot breed. Originally created from human stock, scum can impregnate humans, and the children issued from such unholy unions are invariably deformed. Those who are not born scum undergo gradual transformations throughout their lives, and when they would normally die of old age, such hybrids instead go through the chains, uh, shedding their wrinkled flesh and transforming into one of the Ulatkini. So, since you said, uh, I'm going to pretend... Uh, Gruber said all that. Um, mm-hmm. Jenny is going to go get those parents and bring them to this new room we found and tell them. Tell them that this is what their children are being married off to. But why why do you bring us in here? We were supposed to wait in, in the fostering room. I brought you here because you need to see. You need to see what's happening to the children. They are being used. They're being used to breed scrum. Scrum? Scum? Uh, scum. So be it. If if it helps Ilamash to continue to to prosper, then so be it. So you would rather that all of your children turn into these monsters? You would rather that 
you help bring these abominations into the world just so you could have a couple more fish i don't think that you're thinking very clearly okay this is wrong and you know it's wrong look it is not our place to it is your place you're their parents you are their parents it is your place you're giving your children to these monsters how dare you how you know what no yeah i'm done you're not I feel sorry for any other child that comes from your stock because you are no worse. You are worse than these scrum because you are knowledgeable. You know what you're doing. Ew. Terrible. Just for a few more fish, you're going to sell your whole line. And then Jenny storms out. These people, they do not understand our ways. And then she heard him. Oh, you want to say the last word? No, I don't think so because... I don't need to know your ways to know that this is wrong. And you know that this is wrong. Your ways are wrong. I don't like to tell people how to live, but I'm going to tell you that this is wrong. And if I could tell the police, I'd tell them. But your police are already corrupt by this this backwards thinking, this this stupid, stupid lust for fish. Yeah, nasties. Ugh. And then she walks out again. She's Everybody, kind of leaving. She's got a point. Stunned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think she said everything needs to be said. So yeah, I'm, I'm down to to walk out. But as we're walking out, I want to talk to Grubert and be like, and ask him. You know, it's like, so you know, obviously what they're these scrum are doing is is ethically awful. But are they evil by nature, or is there, you know, on a sliding scale? Yeah, I don't think this is right. I think they're taking advantage of these people. All right, then let's let's go meet that shopkeeper, and and then I think maybe we should head out to uh, the uh, Undiomed house. And Jenny would probably recognize that name from that first day that y'all were in town, and Jenny was wandering around and saw that statue in the center of town. What was the name of the again? What was the name of the statue again? Uh, that the statue was uh, of Captain Undiomed. Okay. Gotcha. So I know where it's at. It's at. It's at that. The house. The Captain Underpants statue. house. Got it. Yes, Captain. <laughs> you go, Captain Underpants. <laughs> Diego will also leave. Okay. Back outside. So yes. A reminder of where y'all were. Uh, y'all were in letter E, and that statue that Jenny would recognize was D1. E is for entertainment. That's where we were. Did e you find is it for very entertaining. Which happened to Cabal? <laughs> no, yeah. Are you not e entertained? E is for <laughs> eviscerate. <laughs> e is for eliminate. Which is what happened to Cabal. <laughs> so, before we go to the thing, should 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 we take care of a friend? We should find an appropriate burial spot. Where would Cabal want to be buried? I mean, are there any churches around? Was the, the two? Uh... Yeah, there's not a temple of Phrasma, is there? Phrasma, yeah. Not in Ilmarsh, there isn't. So maybe keep me in your bag until 
we find a forever. Yeah, so in the bag, is he staying fresh, let's say? <laughs> I feel like it's a magical bag, so I don't know if there's <laughs> oxygen in it or it, it's a magical bag, so there's no there's not really any oxygen, because like if a living creature was in there they'd suffocate. Okay. So bacteria probably not a problem. Well yeah, I mean but uh anaerobic uh creatures live in your gut and they eat you when you die. So mm-hmm. Well, he kinda lost his gut. They all fell all out. They all fell out. Yeah, it was yeah. all fell out. Yeah. Uh I mean, but if anybody has like gentle repose or something, you could probably cast it on him to keep him fresh. A clerical uh clerical. That's a cleric spell, so that's not me. I don't think that's anybody. Plus, Kubert, do you have gentle repose? I don't. I can I can turn him into stone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a not statue in two pieces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could do that. I, that's about all I can do. Can you turn him back? Is the question. <laughs> I think it. Yeah, it would wear off. So eventually, he would come out of it. <laughs> do they sell any gentle reposes at that? Uh, alchemy store. I said we just yeah, fucked up the treasury map. <laughs> so, look, lady, we got rid of your demon. So, give us a general repose <laughs> for our friend. So you just gonna plop the head of this thing up on the counter, or <laughs> surprise much. her with it? <laughs> Is it in the bag of holding too? So we accidentally pull out Cabal and put him on the counter. <laughs> Here's your monster. Oh my god, no. <laughs> uh, it just looks like that. Oh, you killed a fiend? <laughs> yeah. Cabal's like, who no, you since, a fiend? Since Diego's still large, he's just going to carry the head with him and just drag it along. <laughs> just batting it down the street. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> All right, so y'all are y'all heading to the the gift shop, or you you going to find somewhere to bury Cabal? Um, what do y'all think? I don't know if Cabal would want to be buried in this no name town. I'd say gift shop to see if we can get general repose first. Yeah, we could do that. And all all Cabal wanted was to not be just left in in the building. He didn't. I don't think he had like a, a, a specifics in his will, unless I'm wrong. Can Just we say guess. that I can we say that I appear to Jobert and I'm like, hey, don't bury me here. This this place is gross. Yeah, if you want to do that, we can have that quick conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would love it if you did that everywhere we went. Like. Don't bury me here, and then our, uh, we still have and it's you. Just oh, don't bury me here. I don't want the that. whole oh, thing. No. Is just for years down the road. Still <laughs> haven't buried Cabal. So gross. <laughs> I hate this place. It's a temple of Phrasma. I don't care. It doesn't look good. I don't like it. The punk sways off. No, not this one. <laughs> this priest looks weird. I don't like him. I don't think that should be over there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Eventually, like, you just cast animate dead on. Just his head, and you just carry his head around. Heck yeah! I mean, <laughs> like in uh, what was that space show that they did that? They had the little head in the little jars that were always alive. Futurama. Futurama. Futurama yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Shabero will split off from the group, and he's gonna say, "I'm gonna 
I'm gonna see if I can prey on this. You guys just give me a little bit. So he's gonna go somewhere kind of quiet down an alleyway or something and he's just gonna sit there and concentrate and call on Cabal and say, buddy, I don't know if you're up there but just if you are, just give us a little guidance on, on what to do. I, they want to bury you here and I'm not sure if that's the right move but if you need to be laid to rest as soon as possible I, you let you let us know. Are you there, yeah, buddy? So, yeah, so Cabal will appear and uh, he'll say, thanks for, uh, thanks for avenging me. Um, I, I didn't want to be left there with that monster. Of course. Of course. I can't believe, can't believe this is working. What, um, what, but, what, do you, what would you like us to do? Yeah, this place is really, like, this is a terrible city. And it looks really bad. I don't really want to be buried here. There's no temple of Phrasma here. You know? Like, what if I don't get laid to rest correctly and I, I get sent to the underworld? You know? I could not live with that on my conscience. We'll we'll do right by you. We'll we'll find the perfect place. I appreciate that. You're a good friend. Can can you stick around, or, or you got you gotta go? I mean, I don't have anything to do now, so like I can stick around <laughs> as long as possible. So I think, I think we're good. <laughs> I could eat. <laughs> I could eat. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm dead. So you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I envision kind of uh, like the umbrella umbrella academy uh, situation, where his brother's just sticking with him, like just appears whenever he wants. You know, just when oh, he yeah, needs guidance yeah. or whatever, or you know, he just kind of appears and talks to him. So. <laughs> I like that. I like it. So does it mean we have to go to Costco and pick up some gentle reposes just to keep them fresh? Yeah, you'll have to keep casting it on them because it wears off eventually. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Uh, so now that you've had that conversation, you meet back up with the rest of the group and yeah, head to the... I'll, well, I'll tell them, you know, I was like, yeah, Cabal said that this place was not right. As, as you can see, there's just a bad vibe here and just this is not the right place so let's let's head on over to the uh to what shop was it was it the alchemist it's the the gifts of the swamp shop but she's got all the alchemical stuff okay so let's head on over to the uh gifts of the the swamp and give that uh lady what we promised okay so y'all head on over to the Gifts of the Swamp, uh, which is the apothecary shop in the that same old half-elf female, Jaylene. Um, she's inside. Oh, you're back already. And doesn't look like anybody's missing this time, so it went well, I'm assuming. Diego tosses in the head. Oh dear lord! Well, yes, um, for, for a moment, for for pieces of it. Here we go. I, I think that's enough of a piece to make like five thousand potions. Speaking well, of potions, 
Oh, do you need provisions? Did you go through all of the provisions we gave you? So it wasn't that easy of a fight. There is that. But we also need a particular potion or, or, or something to do a gentle repose. Gentle repose. I don't think I have a potion of gentle repose, but I probably have a wand around here somewhere. Ah, yes. Uh, death wands. Got it. Okay, here we go. Gentle repose. Enemy dead. Speak with dead. I don't know what that one does. Which one? The speak with dead? Because I can take a guess. No, I, uh, I don't I, think I, we need that one, though. I, I know those three. Uh, this fourth one. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it's called? Oh, it's just, just a stick. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say... I, d I don't detect magic on it. <laughs> yeah. Somehow that must have got thrown in there. Or oh, somebody used it up. Hmm. Who could have used it up? Anyway. So here here are the death wands to search through. So is Jobert going to take it? Oh, I thought he said search through. I thought, did we not need to find it? It... I thought I thought that she was like, here's the gent gentle repose, animate dead, speak with. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we'll, we'll take the gentle repose. Very good. Um, any other provisions that y you need? Now that you've slain the giant crab, do you have anything that would help us fight? Scum? Like soap scum, pond scum. I just got some, got some 409 back here. Yeah. <laughs> some scrubbing bubbles. We have some bleach no. right there. <laughs> the creature scum. It turns out that's who the neighbors are. Did you know that? That scum, the, the neighbors are scum. Yes, literally. The, um, the, uh, what's it called? The arrangement, the, the fostering, the fostering, the fostering, the fostering is this town giving their daughters to this, these creatures, these scum. And I don't know how anybody could ever do that. They turned them, the children are deformed monsters. More so than usual. Way more than <laughs> usual. They're feeding these these poor little innocent girls to these monsters. They're for fish, so that so that the, their boats can pull in fish. I knew this town was stupid, but how how do they just give up their children to fish? You know, I asked that same question, and the answer I got was, well, you just don't know our ways. I don't know that I want to know their ways. It is perhaps something that they've just become accustomed to. They may not know better. Thank you for making excuses for terrible people. I am a monk. <laughs> <laughs> or I try to be. But it sounds it like ever. that the neighbors... Are these these monsters? And I'm I'm ready to throw hands right now. Um. Yes. Uh, 
well, uh, as stated before, we have all of the all the typical alchemical creations and alchemical things here. Um, we've got a few oils and potions and wands and a few scrolls. Uh, I don't know that we specifically have anything for scum. You might find something. Do you have anything... Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, scum are aquatic-type creatures, correct? Yes. Yeah, Grubert will tell her the information that he learned, or that he told the others, so she knows all about it. Mm, I see, I see. Uh, do you have anything that will help with, you know, in the instance you fight in water? We have the water breathing. Did anybody write, uh, write that down? When it, some of the stuff that we found was like a potion of water breathing or something like that. I don't know if it was a scroll, a potion, or a wand. Oh, hold on. Let me see. I probably did. I thought it was a scroll. Well, we got a couple instances of of water breathing. Oh, yeah. Two um, vials of water breathing. Okay. Okay. That That's something. That's something. Um... And two elixirs of swimming. Okay, that that that'll be good for for swimming in the water as well. Hmm. I don't know that we really have um too much. But you know, I did hear that Jasper Stain over the the boat maker just down the 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 dock a little ways. He has, um, sitting up on a shelf in his workshop, a bottle of air. I mean, just is if it you a- had any one of these, I'm get a bottle of air. <laughs> I, I think you mean something more magical? Yes, it's... It's a, a, a magical type of, of item. Uh, it's... If you take this bottle of air into an airless type environment, it keeps the air in the bottle and constantly renews its contents. So you could breathe out of the bottle the air. So it's just like um, just a bottle of air that you just every once in a while just take a hit off of? Yes. I mean, it sounds useful. It's something to think about. I, he... they are expensive pieces of magical equipment Um, so he may charge you an arm and a leg for it but um, well hey you have Cabal's arm and leg you could always sell that but um, Uh, you you have the drop why didn't you play the drop (laughs) there we go (laughs) Cabal appears and just glares at Jobert. Doesn't say anything, but just does the eye thing. He's like, oh, I'm watching you. Don't be giving up my body parts. (laughs) (laughs) Just a a suggestion. Just a suggestion. Um, But yes, if there there are any other alchemical creations that you could possibly think of and uh, some of the the smaller potions or anything like that, we would probably have those. Well, I, I would like another 
potion of a line weapon and protection from evil, I did have to use those in our fight. Okay, okay, okay. And did, do you have the vials of water breathing, or you do not here? Mm, let me see if we have those. It looks like we have one potion of water breathing. It is pricey. I will give you a deal on it, because you're bringing me the, the crab head. But what are you making with the crab head? I don't you know you can yet, make about 5,000 potions with it. And a nice bisque. <laughs> crab stew. <laughs> a cyan roll. And that's probably a good idea. Let's go ahead and get that as well. Says Diego. Okay, so we have the potion of water breathing, a few more potions of... Um, I'm assuming it's been about an hour right now, hasn't it? Probably. Yeah, so Diego's back to normal size. Potion of water breathing, a few more potions of a line weapon. And what was the other one you wanted? Uh, protection from evil. Protection from evil. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. With the discount right now, that would come out to about... Mm, 1,000 gold pieces. It's that potion of water breathing. That's what does it. And that's oh, and with the, the discount. That's the with one the at discount. General Post. <laughs> okay, well, how much do you think we could get for this crab monster somewhere else? I mean, I'm 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 helping you out more than anyone else in this town would. <laughs> I don't disagree, but that's expensive. A thousand gold pieces. Yeah, water breathing is a third level spell. You know our friend died, right? And I'm giving you a discount. It's just I, I don't I don't see it. How much would it be without the discount? It's probably worth it. My friends. Total everything up. Does that include the wand, right? Yeah. And how many more of the potions did you get? Uh, just one of each, because everybody else should have theirs. So I just am the one who's mine, I think. Uh, no. Uh, Diego used the evil on his uh, hands. Or you mean the align? Yeah. Uh, without the discount, it's seventeen hundred. All right. So yeah, Sir Bear's gonna pony up the gold pieces, and uh, he's he's a uh, he's ready to get move into to the house, the Undio Mead house. Okay. Thank you again, uh, friends. Remember, if you do need anything else, I will be here. Also, have, have, have I mentioned our rewards program for return shoppers? <laughs> Is it like a punch we card? Of, or We need lots of punches. I mean, stamps. <laughs> you just put in your phone number, and then it tracks the points for you. My phone? Ah, everyone wants our data. I mean, you can use Ethereum, Mel, if you'd rather use that. Celestial phone. That's what we're using, right? Celestial phone? Yes, ring, we're using ring, our ring, celestial ring. phone rather than our ether mail. While you're in this town, you're on cellular wireless. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright. So, get all your provisions and now you're heading up to the Undio Meat House. I think that should be the plan. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. Alright. Yeah. So you'll start making your way north 
to the Undiomeda house. Um, it's about a two-mile journey, so won't take you too terribly long to get there. But as you're uh, following this path that uh, you're kind of directed to, this kind of overgrown path, you can kind of see where the, um, the old tracks of like the carts and stuff would go, but it doesn't look like it's been kind of traveled in a while. As you're walking along this path, give me a perception check. Ooh. Very nice. 24. 27. 17. And 21. 20. Okay. Mm. And a 19. So as you're walking, you all kind of start to notice that the overgrown grass that's kind of covering the trail kind of starts to move a little bit in front of you. Diego stops. My friends, something is not right. Yeah, we all see the. It, it's is it is it it's like tentacles, kind of. Not really like tentacles. It's kind of like the the grass has kind of been wind blown, so it's kind of laid over in this section. But it looks like something is rustling underneath it. Oh, okay. Could I mean would it help for um, Grover to do like a knowledge nature? Just kind of see. Uh, you you could try knowledge nature to see what's there. So that's twenty one. Uh, def definitely something is rustling underneath the the grass there in front of you, but you're not quite sure what it is from where you are. And how tall is the grass? Uh, it's it's grown over so like along the sides, it's probably almost shoulder height. Oh, that's uh, tall. Yeah, but in this area, because people do still walk this path occasionally, so it's kind of been trodden down a little bit. So it's probably here, it's calf high, just from where it's all been beaten down a bit. Are we weary? Because I could shoot it, shoot fire at it if you want. As I say, I think, uh, yeah, I'm definitely apprehensive about going into it. Uh, Especially after the tree thing. <laughs> Don't do well in nature. I think, I think, my friend, you do quite well with nature. <laughs> <laughs> so, nature really likes you. <laughs> so, yeah, Chaubert's going to take a... Uh, actually, he's going to take a copper piece. And he's just going to flip it up in the air and, and have it land in one of the parts that's uh, moving all weird. Okay. Uh, you can tell that when it lands, it hits something that's not just like grass. And it's not like a. You don't hear anything make a sound like a, a creature or anything make a sound, but you know it hits something. All right. He's going to unsling his bow and he's going to say, like, hey, come out of there if you know it's good for you. Otherwise, you're going to get fireballed to death. No response. Hmm. I mean, I could send Havoc up there to kind of check it out. I was going to say, Diego has like a bow staff, right? They could like prod it or no. Oh, and is he not? Pablo I can, would, yes. Pablo would love to go in there because that grass looks delicious. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> All right. Diego will take out his stick and he will wave it forward and see see if he can move the brush. Okay. Uh, you start poking around in the brush and moving stuff. Mm-hmm. And you hit something solid. Did anyone say anything? No. So it wasn't a person. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'll poke it again. How solid, solid does it, it make a like a fleshy solid or like a like a wood solid Rock. or it's somewhat fleshy solid but somewhat rigid. Oh. Okay. I'm going to move a little closer to see if I can move the brush away and see what this is. Okay. You get closer, start moving the brush away. And as you start uncovering a little little bit more of it, you can tell that this is a body. A humanoid body. Does it do anything? Does it look at him? Does it recoil? Does it... I mean, this dude is poking him with a stick. Does it just mind its business? I think the wind was just blowing the grass weird around the body. I thought he was poking it with a stick. I am poking it with a stick. I think it's dead. So yeah, so... Question is, is it dead, dead, or undead? Yeah, Shabir's going to walk up and look at it. Okay. You walk up and look at it a bit more. uh, Probably uncovering a bit more of it. As you get more of this thing uncovered from the grass, you notice it doesn't have a head. And a little ways up, you notice another, like a foot. So another body covered up by the grass as well. As you continue to look around... You see that there are four bodies here. Okay, all of are they them, all humans? All humanoid. All without a head. And what kind of clothes are they? What kind of clothes are they wearing? Uh, they look like um, like fishermen from the town. So it's not the the vicar and the girls. No. What do you do? I mean, so the grass on either side is is pretty tall, though. Yeah, along the sides, it's like it's really tall along the sides, and you only really have this path here. Okay. Is there anything identifying on the bodies? Anything at all? Yeah. Any other wounds besides the missing head? The missing head is the main thing that's really noticeable as far as like injuries or anything like as far as anything like that. Um they don't really have a lot to ID them other than the, the dress looks similar to what you saw the townsfolk within Elmarsh wearing. Um, I mean, you do remember stories when you got here of people had gone missing. They may be missing villagers. Yes. That's what it seems like. Uh, I think maybe we say a prayer for them and, and continue on our way. I don't know that we have time to, to do anything about their bodies now, but this is odd. They're missing their heads. As you say that, the body moves. Whoa. Did, did you guys see that? Diego hits it with a stick. <laughs> Y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> what is this stand by me bullshit? <laughs> I hit it. I hit it with a stick. It doesn't seem to react to being hit by a stick. Okay. 
Just I so mean, we're clear. It hasn't tried to grab at the stick. It hasn't done anything. It's just writhing, basically. It's, just, it's not even really writhing. It just it was a body, and then it moved. I'm going to roll the body over. Okay. Let's see if something's under it. You roll the body over. Nothing seems to be under it, but it moves again. There's no trees around here, right? That would be uh, <laughs> the same kind of tree that got me. Nope, you don't notice any any types of trees like that. I mean, there's there are trees nearby, but none that are like the one that got you. And as you wait for a minute, you hear one of the other bodies move. Now you've had this first body move a couple of times. One of the other body moves. Then they all start moving. They start. Diego takes a step back. They start writhing around on the ground. It almost looks like they're all seizing with how much they're starting to move. And then out of each one of them, out of their necks where their head has been exploded off, these worm-like creatures make their way out of the bodies. <gasps> and one rears its head back at you and you just see this spiral of teeth. And it goes to lunge at you. And we'll roll for initiative next time. Oh, oh, no. Diego's, Diego's not happy, but he's glad he's got a stick now. <laughs> Out. <laughs> <laughs> Ew.